0: Hello and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Kukowski, and today we're gonna be talking about something different again. This is a little project that Kirsten and I promised somewhere, I think in our season one episodes, that we would do this in between season one and season two of the podcast. So here we are for another podcast that absolutely nobody asked for. This week, we're going to break down the 1990s made-for-TV movie to Riverdale and back again. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, how are you doing today? Not good, Mary. I just watched *To Riverdale* and back again. So how could I possibly be good? Fair enough. Yeah, I think we're all feeling that way. Hannah Elam also joining us today. Hannah, did you have a better experience with this movie? You know, I can't tell if it's better or worse than
1: an episode of Riverdale. I'm gonna go ahead and say worse, though. Um, yeah, and especially
0: watching it on YouTube, not that great quality. So there's that. Right, but it was it was free and since it was free and since we are doing the special guest thing now on Kowski Cast, it's very exciting, we have brought along another wonderful special guest for this really absurd episode. Welcome to the podcast officially, Akiva Winokur.
2: Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here. I, I just want to tell you that when I was like a big Archie Comics fan, in, and I'm older than I think all three of you, I don't know Hannah, but I assume I'm older than her, And and yeah. you guys weren't even born, <laughs> I think, when when uh this movie came out and there was like ads when i was a little kid reading archie comics there was an ad for this movie but i just missed it and in 1990 there's like no way to come back and catch something and it was never on like vhs so i've waited 30 years to watch this movie and here we are
0: so you were thrilled to find out that it's free on youtube and you can enjoy your childhood this way i had
2: the idea one day and i messaged kirsten and then i looked and it was like yeah i knew i could find it at this point you know 2020 is much different than 1990 but it was you know the fact that it's free on youtube i can't imagine a lot of copyright claims from NBC are going to happen to this, uh, to this you know, fuzzy movie.
0: Probably not. So Akiva, okay, basically you've broken down that you read some Archie comics growing up and you have watched at least one episode of Riverdale when we came on for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, the famous season three, episode seven. Have you watched any other episodes of Riverdale since um, then? I have,
2: well, I watched some of season one before that uh, to, you know, to check out the show, but it was so far from like the canonical Riverdale that I knew that. I wasn't like super interested but once in a while I'll talk to Kirsten and she'll like explain or I'll hear on a podcast explain (laughs) what like some insane thing that's happening I'll catch up with like you know something that sounds completely nutty so I have a a general idea of what's going on but I'm not watching week to week
0: okay so before we go into this movie is there is there anything else you want to talk about like did you recognize any of these actors from anything or, or were you overall impressed with the quality of the movie? Is this about what you were expecting for a made-from-TV movie based on Archie Well, Comics? I knew
2: that, like, they were always banding about trying to make a pilot out of Archie. And this that's what this was, I think, a backdoor pilot. Like, if this was really good or if it did really well in the ratings, I think NBC would have put together a probably one-hour dramatic Archie series. You know, you could go the comedy route with Archie in theory, but people haven't tried that as much except animated. But I knew it was going to be bad. Just, I, I feel like, the feeling at the time was like, oh, it was, it was not beloved and it, when it went away... One of the weird things is, I don't know if any of you guys caught this, like, I watched the trailer for it first, um, and it's like a full movie trailer where it says it's rated PG, and I wonder if this was supposed to be in theaters, and they realized, like, it's kind of a B-movie, and they just, like, sold it to NBC NBC or something.
0: Yeah, so when I was watching on YouTube, like, the first couple minutes were basically a trailer, and it says, I actually wrote down, it's like, the comic book you grew up with has grown up too, now with double the trouble, and then there's a wolf whistle, it's Veronica Monica, Betty, and his fiancee, too. They're all together in the wildest, craziest, and sexiest reunion they wouldn't dare show you in the comic books. Which is kind of funny, given that, like, the show Riverdale and CW is is way sexier than this movie was. (laughs) Well, okay,
3: but here's the situation. You have to, it's 1990. That is what sexy was then, I think. I don't know. I wasn't alive.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, this movie was rated PG. So this was not like a scandalous movie for 1990. Okay. According to the, there was no TV um, rating system yet. Like the, you know, TV shows being like rated TV fourteen or TV PG did not exist for a bunch, a bunch more years. But like, I guess this was rated by the Motion Picture Association of America as like a movie movie. So PG, I wa- like maybe they could have scandalized it a little bit if it was, uh, you know, if like maybe this is the the edited TV sanitized version. But I this is uh, this was not a scandalous movie, Kristen. I remember this NB like all the channels used to show at least one original movie every week, which seems insane now but that's what they were like lifetime like they'd have a movie every single week an original movie uh and sometimes there would be like real special effects or whatever and some of them were really were pretty racy like this was a tame movie
0: Uh, wow well thank thanks for clearing that up for me i I don't know i mean like it definitely was trying to be something i guess the whole so the premise of this movie in case anyone else did not feel like watching the hour and 35 minute youtube special is that it's archie's 15 year class reunion and and everybody's back in town it seems like most of these people have not spoken to each other since then like even archie and jughead don't uh, haven't stayed in touch but they're all back together for this reunion and immediately archie just reverts to like oh should i choose betty or veronica despite the fact that he's engaged to pam so okay so
3: i feel like we were sold a bill of goods when we read the description of this movie it made it seem like he ended up with pam right but- Nothing happened. Like, nothing Nothing happened in the whole, the whole movie. We've got Betty with, like, I don't think that was good hair even then. Veronica has had so many husbands. And is a 15-year reunion a normal thing? I feel like that's not a thing.
1: I think it's just because the actors were older enough that yeah. they're like, well, we can't say that they're 10 years out of high school. But they're not necessarily 20 yet. So let's just squeeze in a 15-year there.
0: Yeah. Well, Hannah, what did you think about the fact that this movie was riddled with flashbacks starring the thirty-something-year-old actors as high school students? I mean that that could have uh, it could have probably been done better. How dare you? They were perfect, and uh, I,
3: I won't hear anything bad about this movie. I've, I've decided I'm a fan now.
1: Okay. Are you? Wait, hold on. I really gotta know. Are you an Archie fan?
3: No, of course I'm not an Archie fan. The only thing that was accurate about this movie is how horrible Archie was. I want to know how he. He's somehow a lawyer but doesn't understand how court works or like anything he's so, so horrible
0: well did any of you guys realize where this movie was filmed like did it look familiar did, to anybody it looked like gilmore girls to me yeah it's it's the same set as stars hollow and gilmore girls and that kind of threw me off from oh, the very that start. Makes, that's
2: a good catch
1: i didn't catch it until they were doing this scene the the where oh, the car yeah. loses control. I'm like,
0: this looks exactly. Yeah, the like- car chases that's when I noticed it, but also if you go back to the very beginning, they start off, of course, I, I can't even count how many times they played Sugar Sugar in this oh my gosh, so hour many. and a half movie, like five times probably including hey, but the, there was two different versions you're right there was the yeah. rap I think version. there's a bunch there was a, <laughs> Which,
2: there, I think there was a, at least four Sugar Sugars d- 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 has Sugar Sugar ever come up on Riverdale okay.
0: yes I believe actually that hold I on, think that's it, a good question I think they played um, I know it. it's come up on the podcast because Mary has the vinyl are, are the Archies <laughs> right. a band
2: on Riverdale
0: yes there, uh, one okay. episode there was one were episodes band. where they were a band um, but they do play a lot of Archie's well so on, on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast when you guys did the one hit one under bracket you somebody you want you or Rob mentioned that you didn't know that the Archies was like a real band
2: uh, I mean I don't know was it like it, based like, off of it was Comics? a band in the sense that like they didn't perform live places I don't think right like who was in it I don't know I,
0: I mean they, I have two separate vinyls of wow. their music like they have a lot of songs it was it was a band that originally was supposed to be the monkeys like they they were pitched the music the monkeys were supposed to play the songs and then the monkeys said no and so then they created a new band that's actually a real band based Based off of Archie comics that would play songs during the like televised Archie episodes but yeah Sugar Sugar being their most famous but they also have a lot of other ones one of which they play in this episode jumping ahead to the end they play Jingle Jangle I heard them mention Jingle Jangle but I didn't know if it
1: was actually the name of the song Oh, that's the name of the song. I wasn't that sad that it got cut short, um, but I did kind of miss that we weren't—we didn't have a music scene interspersed with some fighting.
0: Right. Yeah, that was sad. They—they they just cut the cut the song short. But they've—they've they've played Jingle Jangle and they've played Archie's Party, which are two other Archie songs. They've played those in the show Riverdale. They probably played Sugar Sugar. I just don't I remember. I think Josie and the Pussycats have sang it. Ah, uh, that's probably true that they did. Kind of funny that they had to make an Archie's band when you already have that built in. But anyway, so this movie is filled with. Archie Comics characters. Like, the first scene has Mr. Weatherby and Miss Grundy. Old version of Miss Grundy, comic book version, not the <laughs> hot, young Miss Grundy that's in Riverdale. Uh, so that's kind of sad, but that's okay. I mean, I feel like they would be, like, really
3: old. And I don't think that they made, like, could the, in comparison to the main character's age, I don't think they made Weatherby and Grundy old enough.
0: No, I mean, well, Pop must have been, like, 40 when Archie <laughs> oh, no. was hanging out with him.
3: D- don't you mean Pops? <laughs> oh, my gosh, that was driving me. In me. insane insane. oh it's pop's chocolate shop which means his name is pop where he's oh pops oh pops i was like i can't do this anymore and thankfully the movie ended i felt the same way
1: and i'm so glad someone else pointed (laughs) that out
2: (laughs) uh pop tate fun fact uh sure uh that actor is still with us he's still acting he's late 90s he's the oldest actor in america they say
3: Wow! Wow! Because all the other old ones are. What did Betty White?
2: Uh, I don't think is Betty White still active?
3: Yeah. When was the last time Betty White? What have you done
2: for me lately, Betty White?
0: I mean, she's yeah, done no, enough. Yeah, for sure, okay. well, What what has Pop Tate done recently? I think he's like
2: you know he's like small time like stage stuff, but uh, like local theater, but okay. still working.
0: Interesting.
3: Betty White did some voice work in 2019 and uh, was on a
0: TV a TV series short called Forky asks. Oh, okay, I saw that. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. You, oh, is that is that like a? It's like a. It's like a. Yeah, it's right. like.
2: Side branding thing for Toy Story.
0: She voiced Bitey White in Toy Story oh, okay. 4. Mm. Mm. So she's That's just being recent. herself in things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, the actor who plays Pop Tate in Riverdale was recently in something. I think it was maybe Outer Banks on Netflix. I just remember seeing. Is Pop him Tate a big character like, oh, on Riverdale? It's, it's Pop Tate. Uh, he's the most normal character that we have voted for all of Riverdale.
2: By the way, uh, you know, I when when I talked to you guys about Riverdale, I, I expressed my frustration that Jughead's main trait is that all he does is eat all day, uh, in, in particular, scarfing hamburgers. And by the way, wearing a crown. And while this movie was very loyal to uh, the Archie comic world, they went so far in a weird direction with Jughead that there's a re- there's only a reference in the flashback that he's really hungry. But modern Jughead doesn't care about food and doesn't wear a crown and doesn't eat hamburgers.
3: Yeah, but what you need to know is his mo- his main trait is actually that he is afraid
1: of women.
2: Yeah, but not in the comic book.
1: Well, in the comic books, he is afraid of Big Ethel.
2: Yes, he is afraid of Ethel. <laughs> right.
1: In the comic books. I agree that he doesn't eat hamburgers a lot, but there was like multiple scenes where like the he was talking to Archie and he just like pulls out a sandwich and starts eating it. So like I actually did notice that they were trying to play that like he's just constantly eating. Mm-hmm. Um, they were so trying. They, yeah, they they were giving it a good Andrews man try.
0: Yeah, they were they definitely changed him the most I'd say Betty and Veronica seem about exactly what I was expecting Archie seems pretty on par they even made Reggie be a jerk which is on par for the TV show Riverdale no Reg- that's-
2: Reggie's characteristic is he's awful that's that's always yeah yeah is
0: he okay great well that was good and then they even ha- they even put Moose and Midge in here that was cute I just I that also really bothered me because it's not easy to become
3: a chiropractor but they were still leaning on him being stupid and I'm like well he wouldn't be a chiropractor if he was stupid
2: they're a chiropractor team like he might be midge's assistant that's
3: i mean true. but you it's still you don't get to just do adjustments on people's spines without going through quite it's, a bit of education it's true, but i
2: also wonder first of all that you're getting like what kind of business practice is it where you have two people working on one i feel like you should have two customers in there at once i don't know how efficient that is to is two people work you don't have like two doctors treating you but again that, that's I mean,
3: how efficient is it to wor- have a business in riverdale there's like four people and apparently they don't talk yeah, to each the,
2: other it's mid the Midge character is by far the youngest. I was looking up the ages. Like most of them, I, I wonder if they picked fifteen years after casting or or vice versa because the Archie is like thirty eight, but everybody else is early thirties.
3: What is everyone's main memory of Christopher Rich, the actor who plays Archie? Like, what show do you associate him with? Reba. Yeah, me too. I, I didn't know I was supposed to associate him with something. <laughs> You don't, you didn't recognize him?
0: No, I mean, he looked vaguely familiar. Like, I've probably seen him on TV when flipping through channels kind of things. Oh, my God, I I never watched Reba. Reba was funny. Like, I'm familiar with it. I'm trying, I'm I'm looking at his filmology now. Oh, Baywatch. Okay, interesting. I mean, he's like on a lot of stuff I've seen, but I don't, I don't really remember being a fan.
2: I don't have a lot of familiarity with him. Jughead is the, uh, the the guy who played Jughead is no longer with us, um...
0: Oh,
3: Rusty. in peace. Yeah, but he he did look very familiar. Yeah. Except he just looked like a divorced dad. Mary, it's well, kind of crazy true. casting. He was like
2: a- he's he's like not good looking enough for TV. It was a strange casting choice, honestly.
1: Oh, it, it was a little weird. It was kind of funny because Brian came down in the middle of me watching this, and he was like, "How old are they supposed to be?" And, you know, I mentioned that it's 15 years after, so they're in their mid-30s. And he said, looking at that guy and then thinking of Cole Sprouse's Jughead is hilarious. It just doesn't add up. So it was kind of funny getting his, like, minute perspective of watching this. Have, have you
0: made Brian watch any Riverdale with you?
1: I haven't made him watch it, but he has chosen to watch it while I'm
0: watching it. Okay, that yeah, that's probably how I should phrase that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I know that like when I first started watching Riverdale, the Jughead portrayal there by Cole Sprouse was kind of not what I was expecting. But this is also not what I was expecting. The what do you think of uh, Jughead Junior? Uh, I hated a him. Pervert. I know
1: <laughs> it was really
0: gross. Yeah, he seemed like every no, annoying kid I've seen Not really on a necessary
2: character to the story. Also, like I don't think I. Think I think you could have made this movie without Jughead Jr.
0: Why? Well, so I think
3: that they probably were like, "Oh, all these people are so old and we want kids to watch this, so we have to give them like someone to root for." And so I guess having like a young brat attacking Archie. Um but Archie straight up tried to murder Jughead Jr. <laughs> There's a lot a lot of attempted yeah, murder did. in this in this movie. That was the only thing that was like Riverdale was yeah. all of the attempted
0: murder. Right. <laughs> yeah, Archie Archie trying to push that kid out out the window that was ridiculous and then of course we the aforementioned car chase scene that we saw or i don't even know if car a ch- uh, car that the horrific I- car accident after which
3: archie goes that was fun, huh? Idiot. <laughs> yeah. So
0: the, the the bad guy in this movie is Hiram Lodge. And oh, more what a shocker! Hiram Lodge is like, I guess, I guess Hiram Lodge is capo in this yeah. movie, yeah. which is his driver, who who is, I guess, is like fourth driver or something. He mentions. I mean, he
3: seemed way more evil than
0: Hiram. Yeah, way more evil. I like, mean, with they, the bomb, there's literally a bomb. There's like, he's, he destroys the car, which is actually the same thing that in the last, the final episode of Riverdale, that's what they did to kill Reggie. They, what? They Reggie's took dead? the, the brakes out of his car. No, well, no, no, no.
2: Uh, oh, it's attempted hmm. murder. Uh, also, that character it, it, has it no a, motivation. It
0: was a book it, was a, it book, was a book so it and they killed him in the story
1: uh, hi- because he wasn't going to with the But not an, I
0: was I was sitting here like what in the hell are they <laughs> talking about <laughs> Yeah in the in the book that they wrote about what happened where they killed their principal and then tried to kill Rep Yeah uh, it's a it's a book not not too dissimilar from the writing that Betty is now doing as a <sighs> What is she going to be? An erotic novelist? She's she's going to be a romance novelist, and you know what? She's
3: probably a better writer than Jughead.
1: Well, you know, we didn't get any of her pieces, so it's hard to tell. You know, maybe if we would have gotten some of that, Mary could have done another bonus what are you deal. About? She We're...
0: she looked up at the from the sand into his eyes, and she knew her body felt that's yeah. all we got. already a better writer than Jughead. It's <laughs> <Gets> not <a> <laughs> hard. He sounds pretty good. So yeah, all of these characters have gone in their own separate ways. Veronica's just like a rich person. In France. France, Mr. Weatherby, France. And uh, Smithers is still
2: with her, which is cool.
0: Why is the principal calling every student to ask if
3: they're coming? No, she was calling him, right? She
2: called him to ask if Archie's coming. Oh, yeah, no, she called him. You have to remember, like, that's sort of how things work before the internet. Like, how would she get (laughs) Archie's number? Like, I guess a phone book somewhere, but, like, I don't know if he's living in the same place where he. He was, like yeah, but that's insane. Yeah, but, but also remember, like Mister, they were in his school for sixty years, right? Like from the Archie comics in in Archie comics canon. But but they're similar to say by the bell, like when Archie, Betty, and Veronica are in school, like they're the only characters that uh you know Weatherby and Grundy and 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 Dilton Doyle's dad, who's not who's not in this movie actually. Like all those people are dealing with.
1: Yeah, but like he called Jughead at work. Yeah,
2: and it was an emergency. They made him get up, like finish with his patient to uh, to speak well, to. Well, and I, I actually. Yeah,
1: I actually thought it was hilarious how they <laughs> introduced us to Jughead because he's in therapy and you think that he's the patient talking about his failed ma- marriage his bad relationship with his son and then we figure out that he's actually the therapist and it's just like
0: oh my gosh what <laughs> what is going on? Yeah the old bait and switch there <laughs> um, it, the, I just can't get over how weird this Jughead character is. He's yeah he spends the whole movie trying to bond with his son and then I guess he succeeds in bonding but, but by the end of the movie everyone has decided to forgo their various lives and move back to Riverdale which is absurd because like they they all had finally grown up gone their own ways Betty and Betty and Archie both had different significant others and then they decide like you know what's the best let's just go back to this terrible situation we were in in high school we're all living in the same town fighting over Archie the timeline of this was so weird
3: to me because like it's 15 years after graduation Archie is has presumably you know it takes four years to get your degree and then like three years of law school and a year of clerkship or whatever but like he would have been an actual lawyer for at least a couple of years but he hasn't started making any money yet which i feel like in the 90s isn't how they would be, be portraying a lawyer and he also again does not know how court works
0: it was just it didn't make sense i mean you don't think that court cases are just all solved by whoever has the the best sob story i'm i i don't think that you get to talk out
3: of turn i don't <laughs> think that you get to just make an, an appeal straight to the judge. uh, It just, it, that's that's not right.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know. I kind of blacked out during the court case scenes. I wasn't really <laughs> sure why we were, why this, yeah, the, the whole thing is it's like, it's got this this reunion, but then Archie's trying to decide between Betty and Veronica again, completely forgets about Pam, who's absent from most of this movie. And then Reggie on orders of Hiram Lodge is trying to buy Pops. That tracks the most with what I know from Rebecca. Dale. That but, sounds good. But we never find out why. Because, well, okay, so that's a question for Akiva. In the Archie comics, is Hiram like the big bad who's trying to buy up Riverdale? Is not
2: trying to buy up? One of the weird things about Riverdale is like, Hiram Lodge is a billionaire, but he lives in this junky town. He's not re- he he definitely hates Archie, but he's not evil. He's not trying to kill Archie usually, and he's not really getting in. There's no real town politics because they're in high school, and it's like, you know, politics are, the, the, the storylines are more like, Archie's gonna fail a test because you know and get kicked off the football team, or or you know, uh, you know, Archie hasn't been, uh, you know, Arch, Archie's more in a Betty phase than a Veronica phase. Hiram Lodge is, is not a major major character. Also, his mom is not in the movie, and Archie's parents who were just as key characters as Hiram and what's uh I don't I don't know Veronica's Hermione Herm- is that is that Veronica's mom's name Hermione?
3: I mean in Riverdale it is I don't know if um, it is in the but comic.
2: Archie's parents don't don't appear. I don't believe we see you know we see Ethel Muggs mom but we don't even we don't meet Jughead's parents or or Betty's parents or or Archie's parents they went they went pretty they skipped on the parents and if you notice the only two um, the only two regulars that are not in the in the show are Dilton who I mentioned but even more important Chuck they the, the one black character the one POC character at all is not in the movie and i don't think you guys could correct me i don't think a non white person has a speaking line in this film
0: I think that that is true. I Well, I'll get to that. Uh, uh, Chuck Clayton's father, Coach Clayton, is briefly in this movie, and he does say one line, which I have as part of the game at the end, oh. so we'll get to that. Oh, but, yeah.
3: He he had a shirt that said Riverdale Coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: So uh, Hannah and I were actually talking about this before starting recording. This is an extremely white movie in like all senses and it's uh i mean Riverdale's not perfect but it's better than this I mean it's hard not to be
2: Well in the in the comic books there's Chuck who's not a major character he's he's below Reggie in terms of like you know FaceTime in in the books but also I guess Josie and, and the Pussycats who were you know sometimes around and sometimes in their own canon universe but it's it's a pretty white show in general it, or a white sort of uh storyline like it's you know they they changed a little bit for Riverdale but you know it, the, like the fact that Chuck's not there and even his dad is there it was a was a choice
3: yeah it was a very poor choice unrelated but hilarious so I googled Veronica Lodge mom because I wanted to know what her name is and do you know what came up what? Ethel mugs
2: what is ethel veronica <laughs>
3: it says Veronica. it's no it says veronica lodge slash mother ethel mugs if you google i'm i can't handle can I, this
2: can i tell you an, okay, uh, an ethel fun fact actually the right. actress who plays ethel i don't or any are, are any you ladies uh a seinfeld fans um i've okay, seen some so, seinfeld yeah I've seen, so I've seen uh some. she is she is the tractor story oh jerry's tractor story girlfriend in the in the final one of the final episodes of seinfeld um but anyway yeah. i i uh, was just googling all the actors and checking out their social medias, she has seven sons. Every one of them is like 6'5", 270, and is like a D one starter on their football team and a model. It's crazy. And her husband is like a wow. is, her husband's like a really attractive, like fifty five year old, like soap opera star. He's been on like Bold and the Beautiful or One Life to Live for like forty years. Um, so they just have like classic L A like money family. And then their Christmas pictures are just like nine strapping, you know, like ten out of ten, you know, like redi- Like well, I, some of them might be children. I don't know, but like the it's just seven like gigantic boys. It's hilarious. Seven large suns.
0: In this uh, in this show, Ethel Muggs, who Jughead is afraid of the entire movie, he ends up finding her at the end, and she is super hot and is a um, model and getting ready to go into the jacuzzi. I I don't think she would be still picking this Jughead at the very least. (laughs) No, certainly not. This Jughead is definitely still a weirdo. It
3: was also (laughs) very strange how Jughead spent the whole movie like afraid of women, but then the minute it was like a hot woman. He was no longer afraid, but he saw many attractive women and he was still scared. So make it make sense.
0: Yeah, it's not going to. I did look it up, though, um, the Jughead actor Sam Whipple was in an episode of Seinfeld as well.
2: I think he's a, I think he's a side yeah, guy, though. I think he, he's just like a background actor.
0: Yeah, it says phone guy mm-hmm. number one. So that's probably yeah. not that big of a, <laughs> big of a role it, If it was a big role, Akiva would Oh, know. I have no facial recognition,
2: <laughs> yeah. so I have to check IMDb. But yeah, I would have I caught it.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go yeah so okay so we've got we got smithers like we had mentioned which was nice we have veronica saying daddy a bunch of times which i assume she also does mm-hmm. in the comics yes daddy kins okay.
2: everything's ronnie kins daddy kins that's that's the tag, uh, tag.
0: yikes that's the, that's where that <laughs> comes from that's disgusting so archie has a lot of i don't know you can tell that his his Fiance, who I think is also in the the law field of some kind. She's kind of no nonsense and just kind of telling him what to do through life, which is probably something he needs. But she immediately critiques him at the beginning and she's throwing out all his belts because apparently everyone wears suspenders. And she wants to throw out his varsity jacket, which, you know, I'm
1: surprised he's still not wearing it based on the R2 that we know.
0: Yeah, he probably should be still wearing that jacket. He
1: probably
3: doesn't fit anymore. That's the only thing stopping him. And so I have a question about... About Pam. So we're led to believe that RG has never left Riverdale. He somehow went to law school there or whatever.
2: <laughs> Riverdale law. She
3: lives in the city. How How did they meet? What's the origin story with Pam and, and RG? Probably on Bumble. <laughs>
0: yeah. They, yeah they only had farmers the only in
2: 1990
0: uh, right uh, yeah I assume he <laughs> I went think, to the city I think city they just had time. like AOL chat rooms uh, maybe I don't know maybe she was his professor I don't know it, I mean Archie likes to date his teachers that's a thing um it, I can't I don't know Pam is like a, such a non-factor she doesn't seem that bad she just kind of s- says some random stuff throughout this movie that's a little bit like uh I don't know she's not super loving of who Archie is she wants to change him would you be loving of Archie? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't really mind Pam. I think Pam's fine. Now, on the other hand, Betty has this boyfriend who's pretty terrible throughout the whole thing. He he immediately starts off, like the first thing we hear him say is that he doesn't like Archie because he doesn't like old boyfriends and he's going to be worried about that this whole time. So he, he already starts off jealous, though. I imagine that Betty has spent nothing but the last several years just telling all her boyfriends about Archie. So that would be kind of rough uh, to be dating her. But yeah, he's he's not that great either. And he also, like, I, I can't, does he attempt to kill Archie too? I feel like that happens. Him and Reggie are at least not very nice to Archie. They, they mess with him at the, like, go-kart thing. Oh, event. yeah. So, okay. So the, the sport they
3: were playing, they're in bumper cars and also playing broom ball at the same time.
0: yes. Right, and they sort and, of ram and him they, into the net.
3: Yeah, they both ram him at the same time and he's injured and then Moose comes to the rescue with a, a neck adjustment.
1: Immediately right. after, no pause, just get right in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, but this, this boyfriend, Bob, he's he's really bugging me because he, he he seems jealous of the Archie thing, but then he also has a couple like bro talks with Archie where he's like, yeah, Betty's fine. But I mean, come on, there's other women more hot too. And I didn't
1: know if that was him, like, Trying to relate to Archie in some way, or if he's just seriously that terrible. But I thought it was interesting too that Betty was kind of like, Well, he reminds me a lot of you, or like ha- they have comparisons. It's like, Okay, so you agree that Archie's terrible?
0: <laughs> yes. I just think it would be a nightmare for anyone trying to date Reggie. I mean, not Reggie, also that. <laughs> but anyone trying to date Archie, Betty, or Veronica at this point, it's like these are people who are 15 years out of high school, but still clearly acting like high school. It's like the uh, Uncle Rico thing from Napoleon Dynamite. Just They've clearly not grown up at all or the second they, they hear about their high school friends revert back into that state.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and the judge even kind of mentions that in the court scene where he's like you guys are acting like children. I was like, yeah, they, they really are. So at least they're willing to call themselves out on it. Right. Gosh.
0: So we've got that like subplot going on and then we've got Jughead's son trying to play pranks I guess on Archie. Puts like Jello in his bed and he puts a whoopie cushion in his car that kind of thing just now, harmless fun were, were whoopie cushions ever like a
3: real thing in any of in any of your lives i yeah i, yeah, like, yeah, I was feel was like tv house. and media that's i feel like tv and media made me think that whoopie cushions were going to be like a they big part of life they might
2: make it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like it was always the kind of thing you'd like get for Christmas, somebody would get one and then you'd use it like three times and it'd, it'd break or something and just be be gone. I feel like that's the kind of thing we always had just like in our basement somewhere, but I don't remember ever getting pranked by one. I mean, it's very I obvious. It's hard to set someone up to like sit on a whoopee cushion, I feel like. Yeah. So um, there, there's a lot of mentions of the Concorde not flying to Riverdale. This is before my time. What's the Concorde?
2: So the Concorde was sort of this like revolutionary, like, oh, you're going to get from Europe to to New York in let's say four hours uh, but it it stopped because it wasn't a fit like it was too expensive for people to want it and and so it stopped but it was like a big deal I guess in 1990 and uh, and I guess Interesting. Uh, it's funny because Veronica is like has pull enough to get this to I'm sure Riverdale's large airport that could fit a, a giant you know airplane why not just have a private jet at that point like what are you doing Hiram Lodge this is a terrible waste of money yeah that's what I was
3: confused about like why don't they just have a
1: private jet well and that's what I thought the Concorde was was going to be was it just was their private jet so
0: i'm glad that we have the context and in the comics riverdale where is riverdale set is it just like yeah. small town america yeah, yeah. no name it's like the simpsons okay. it's never really said well, okay interesting because that's what i was kind of thinking of
1: too because right they're all referring to the city so we have come to realize that in the riverdale world that riverdale is set in upstate new york so are we led to believe that the city
0: is should be new york city Maybe, but I feel like all comic book things, it's just like the city, which could be. Yeah, it's like know, no matter whatever
3: small town you're in, when you say the city,
0: you just mean whatever city is closest. Yeah. But it could, I mean, if it could be, then taking the Concorde to New York City would probably not be that, that big of a deal here. See, there's, there's a couple pretty big explosions in this movie. We've got the, the toaster exploding, and then the bomb, of course, at the end, which what building is blown up by the, the gym, bomb Reggie's the gym. I thought it was Reggie's. Yeah. The gym. Okay, yeah. yeah. Reggie's gym gets a, gets a beating here. Oh, right, because the, the bike comes down in front of them, too. Right. Yeah,
3: so Reggie has a gym, but then also sells cars, is that correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, I get the feeling he has a couple businesses because um, he said Reggie's downtown motors or something was another one that he has. Then there's a bunch of flashbacks about Archie trying to decide if he should take Betty or Veronica to prom which sounds like something probably directly out of the comics and he ends up I guess not going to prom with either of them. He asks Veronica like the morning of and she says no. So that's pretty I did pretty have
1: a low. question for Akiva. So does Reggie's dad own a car dealership in the comics?
2: Um, I, I'm not. I don't remember what Reggie's dad does. I don't his his parents are not major players. Reggie's really, like, sort of a side character. I, do you, by the way, do you guys know why there's no Cheryl Blossom here? Because oh, no. she was too no. sexy. So Cheryl. So when I was growing up, there was no Cheryl Blossom. Cheryl Blossom started in 82, and they got rid of her and her brother almost right away. I guess it was, like, too much to have three love interests.
3: No, it was because, like, they literally took Cheryl out of the comics because yes. her boobs were too yeah, big yeah. and it was they, too sexy. And, and, then,
2: and then they brought her back. It was a big deal. It was, like, Cheryl's coming. They had, like, a whole ad campaign in the Archie comics for future Archie comics. Uh, and then they brought her back in 94. So Cheryl Blossom is not a character from 84 and 94, which is why she's not in the movie. Could have had a four-way love triangle between Pam, Cheryl. Like maybe in that scenario, he's married to Cheryl and he comes back and, and has the Betty and Veronica thing.
0: That could have been good. Now, also, I haven't been, Akiva, have you been to any high school reunions? I did.
2: I went to my 10th tenth, my tenth year reunion, but it was also like I went to a private school. So it was also doubled as a school dinner. So it was very lame. And no one, none, of, nobody showed up. I okay. had to go because my friend was being honored as like the alumni of the year. But it was very, very boring. And it, I would, you know, I would never want to go again.
3: Yeah, my tenure was supposed to be uh last month, but obviously COVID had other plans and
0: I uh I was not planning to go. Interesting. As far as I know, I have not been contacted about any kind of reunion, so I'm not even sure if this is gonna be a thing. Wait or for the not. fifteen, um, that's I don't the big know, one. Who's organizing well apparently. <laughs> well, and so uh, I thought high school reunions were like a one one day event. you meet up, you go to the gym, you catch up on old times or whatever. This is, like, a week-long festivity, I don't know, circus. But, but like, the biggest thing here is that Veronica has some sort of luncheon at her house. But, like, she, they weren't even sure if she was coming. So this is a last-minute huge event. And this seems way bigger than the actual reunion itself put on by the school.
3: Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, it's not listed as a reunion. It's listed as an alumni weekend. But then it's only alumni from this year.
0: True. Yeah. So maybe that's, uh that's part of it that it's the whole weekend and and then the carnival that we mentioned they should have made it homecoming
1: <laughs> i think too with this or with like nowadays is uh, reunions aren't really as relevant because we do have the internet mm-hmm. and social media so it's like you kind of keep up with the people that you care about in high school to where it's kind of irrelevant to return home and see these people that you haven't seen in you know 10 to 20 years
0: yeah that's true probably because everyone's seeing each other virtually interesting that you mentioned homecoming though because the episode of Riverdale that's called to Riverdale back again, which is why we discovered this movie's existence is the homecoming episode from season one, season one, episode 11. And they do mention in the beginning, um, now that all of the Jughead voiceovers are just so top of mind for me. uh, He mentions that like, oh, alumni are coming back and hanging out and stuff, though, really, the only ones we see are, I guess, Archie's mom coming back is like the only one who came back to town as as one of Fred's dates along with uh, Hermione, which is just another weird love triangle and what was interesting to me
1: so like Jughead brings up the fact that Archie is attract in this uh movie that Archie is attracted to Betty because of regression construct where you can revert back to what you felt in the past which is similar to what we see happen to Betty and Archie in season four mind-blown scenario for me when I was like oh my gosh
0: yeah definitely a lot of that going on but you know Jughead is a little bit more competition in Riverdale than this one clearly I, that's kind of kind of weird actually that in the Archie comics like is there ever a time in the Archie comic books where Jughead has a chance with either Betty or Veronica like you'd think you got these uh four main characters or is it, is it more like three main characters plus Jughead
2: <sighs> he's definitely in the core for Jughead but there's really very little romance I'm sure over the course of a, like a million years like it does happen where he like gets involved probably more Betty than Veronica but the, it, it's it's not a big thing he's really not interested in women he's petrified of of Big Ethel and uh you know he only has eyes for hamburgers
1: well and I think. Too that like Cole Sprouse has talked about the fact that the Archie comic version of of Jughead is supposed to be asexual, and so he was interested in kind of going that route. But they, de- you know, the writers and other people decided that he
0: would have you know a love interest. Yeah, well, it's more CW to go that way. Got to pair everyone up.
2: Jughead in the comic books doesn't have a lot of traits. Like he's a comic character for comic relief but he's not like it's really like I just like food and and that's it and like hanging out he doesn't he, he doesn't have a ton of interesting traits which is why I like that I you know I don't like a lot of the things that the CW show did in terms of like Moving away from the canon, but with Jughead, you have to—you have to make it more interesting than the comic books did.
3: Yeah, and the comics is mostly just like every once in a while you'll just learn something random about Jughead that is
0: relevant for mm-hmm. that comic. Interesting. So, uh, like on a scale of one to ten, how close was this movie to the comics? Or like, I mean, I know it's set later, but were the characters more or less what you were expecting? Apart from Jughead not eating? Yeah, enough? for
2: sure. I and mean, what's weird is like, remember this—the this show started in the '40s, and there are a lot of elements that are very like old school you know small town main street usa america even though you know the comics that you're reading were like from the 90s or whatever when they find his football helmet it's a leather helmet which is even pre-40s right like that's crazy it doesn't make any sense like why is his football but i guess in the comic books they had that sort of thing for a long time um but yeah it's they they straight they stayed pretty close remember the comic books were a really big deal at the time so they were serving that story more than you know i I don't think the the tv show cares about the comic books at all right like they like the the comic books now probably serve the tv show if anything um so it was very close there was nothing out the out of the canon there's really no characters other than Hiram Lodge's evil goon who has no motivation for doing what he's doing by the way um there's you know there's nothing really there's there's nobody who's not a character in the world but you know there's no Chuck Chuck's girlfriend Nancy there's no Dilton Kevin Keller didn't exist yet right they they brought him in to to have like an LGBT character in the show but he was not around obviously in 1990 and no Cheryl Blossom because she was out of the picture at this point but yeah, it it stayed pretty close. Yeah,
0: Nancy, I think, and and Nancy, I think, is one of the only people who I know of from the comics who is also not in. Oh, Nancy's Riverdale not River- in. I didn't any know any that capacity. she's not I don't think. No, and I don't think I don't think they've ever mentioned her either. I mean, almost all the other characters have like a. I, I think the one who is least represented, who was in this movie, is probably Midge. Midge is in like she shows up in maybe three or four episodes, kind of in the background, and then she dies.
2: Oh. Is Moose a main character in Riverdale?
0: he has a couple uh-huh. of plot lines yeah he's he's a relatively big character but he actually is sort of one of the semi-love interests of kevin kind of which is complicated by midge and midge's murder and then he he disappeared for like a season and then came back uh in season four and is now i think gone again uh i mean mo- most of the characters in riverdale are in the comics even if they're newer ones like kevin and tony were both added to the comics in like the late 90s early 2000s 2000s so they're in there but they're they're kind of smaller characters or they'll take like like fangs fogarty is a character in the comic books but he's like When In a flashback when Archie Mm -hmm. was in preschool, there was a kid named Fangs kind of thing. So they they do try to take a lot of the names from that, but they've definitely changed some things around, I think, changing Miss Grundy to be like a 28-year-old teacher or whatever that Archie has a romantic fling with is probably one of the bigger changes that they do. Um, Yeah, I don't know why they didn't put Nancy in there. I guess they just didn't want to concentrate on that many female characters since you have like Betty and Veronica so front and center.
1: I'm kind of wondering, so like Chuck has a plot where he has this playbook or, or the whole football team has it, so I'm wondering if they even put like a little nod to her in that book or something, but yeah, she's definitely not a, a character that we see.
0: Oh, that's true. I could go back and look at that. They probably, they, they, they might have her name. They might mention it um, from time to time, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, so Reggie is all over this movie. I, I found it a little hard like to keep uh, Reggie and then the person who was playing Betty's mm-hmm. boyfriend, I yeah, thought looked very similar, and, and I couldn't really tell them apart in this movie. So I got a little confused on that. So he's, yeah, he's buying Pops to expand his fitness center because Hiram is making him. Well, he's and he's he just evicting have,
1: Pops because he already owns
0: it. Right, yeah, he's doing that. And so I don't know if you know this, Akiva, but Pops is in in the show Riverdale Hiram buys Pops and then uh, Veronica trades for the deed because she owns a different property but then he like doesn't actually give it to her so she doesn't actually own it but Hiram does also own Pops in, in the show Riverdale actually by season 4 I'm not really sure who owns Pops uh, as,
2: as most high school but kids do Hiram. they trade deeds of buildings they own
3: yeah Veronica has many businesses okay she's busy are they out of high school yet? I, there's gonna be the next like the first three episodes of Season five are gonna be the wrap up of high school. And then they're doing a time jump to after college. They're they're currently in their senior year.
0: Yeah. So wait, I think they want to do prom and graduation. It's like season jump. five
2: and they were juniors when the show started, no? Or were they freshmen?
0: <laughs> they no, were they were okay. sophomores. More. Yeah, they were they were sophomores, and then we spent we spent two seasons in sophomore year, then one junior There's year. There's gotta to be a couple of the actors
2: who have to be pushing thirty, right? They're not pushing fifty, but
0: the oldest actress on the show I believe was Josie, and she's not there anymore. But most of the I mean Kevin's probably like twenty. Mm-hmm. Seven, and then most of the other ones are between like 23 and 25 or 6 so I think they're once they do the time jump they're all going to be almost the age of the actors like the characters will finally catch up there I wonder if they'll just completely write jellybean out of the show at this point is jellybean a character in the comics and what, is who's Jellybean again?
3: I feel like Jellybean is Jughead's sister, and I feel like you hear yes. about Jellybean, Wait, but you she never a baby? see her.
2: So I oh, think yeah, she had. I, mean, I think, I think it happens it at is. some point. Jughead's dog is a bigger character than Jellybean, though. Jughead's the big, yeah, hot, hot dog, dog. The big white fluffy dog is like a is a character in the show for sure. In the comic,
0: interesting. Yeah, he shows up a couple times in in uh, the show Riverdale. Although he's not, he's like a smaller dog. I feel like he wasn't that big. He has to tame him as part of his joining the gang, as you do. I can't picture this Jughead at all being the leader of a gang that would be great do it do a rewrite
2: You're the world's nerdiest gang <laughs>
0: yeah it'd be pretty bad I, this kid this guy's insufferable okay so let's jump to this scene that i want to talk about here where jughead and his son rap sugar sugar to impress a girl in the park um, I would prefer that we didn't You know honestly address that. I think this is my favorite part of the whole movie Oh my god I <laughs> mean um, you know, it really made me think about Gilmore Girls Because I just couldn't stop thinking about that They're at the gazebo there My favorite part of the whole
1: movie was when it ended <laughs> Oh, you liked yeah. the picture at I'll, the end where Reggie came in and they're all friends and so they're all staying in Riverdale. No, uh, the
3: part after that when I stopped
0: watching. Oh, the movie. Okay. <laughs> I I like I like the part when Archie pushed the kid out the window. There's what? a lot of scenes. You like the attempted the- murder. <laughs> Yeah, she's a Riverdale fan. Oh, right, right. There was a lot of scenes that were very similar to things that happened in Riverdale. Veronica coming to Archie's house in only a coat and her lingerie. That happens multiple times. Veronica does attempt to shower with Archie as well in Riverdale. I guess she succeeds better than Betty and Veronica do in this episode or this movie. Yeah, there's like a, a moment where all three women are at the hotel room and I don't know why Archie keeps letting them in. He finally makes the right decision when his fiance shows up of just, like, leaving, getting in the car. Which is, like, the most suspicious thing to do. Oh, he's terrible to the two women who are just in the in the hotel room, shoved in a... Also, what hotel has, like, a walk-in closet like that? R- the ones in the I most unrealistic thing. Yeah. Well, and I also... Veronica's pretty similar, where
1: she's willing to disown Hiram and, and wait tables for for love for Archie Kins.
3: Right. It was also um, very funny that Archie forgot to move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I identify what, that. What was
2: that? It didn't make any sense. Was that like they showed up one day? So
3: I guess like those were, so those were the people that were supposed to move into the house. That was their possession date. And Archie, I guess, just forgot and didn't move. And, and so they put his stuff
2: I'm in gonna storage for I'm going to try that him. when I move this month.
0: Yeah, at the beginning of the episode, Pam's like, I I've boxed up all your stuff. Here's the stuff to get rid of. Here's the stuff to move. See you on Sunday. And then I guess Archie just gets distracted. All of his friends are showing up, which, okay, did anyone catch... When Jughead shows up to stay with Archie, what he takes out of his suitcase? So he has a suitcase, and and there's nothing in it. He just opens it and pulls out a pillow, and that's all that he had. He's got the Jughead's suitcase. got severe
2: divorced dad energy at the beginning of this.
0: Yeah, and and it, I couldn't I couldn't catch why he was d- divorcing. Was it because he he, he said like I'd never play poker with your wife? I don't know. I don't know what was going on. There. I'd like I
2: would have liked to have met Jughead's wife. Well, I do think uh we we sort of they sort of imply that Archie's now ex fiance and Betty's now ex-boyfriend might pair up. Betty's ex-boyfriend really came up a big winner out of this weekend. He's going to come out here with like a girlfriend and a best friend in Reggie.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he he really did win the day there. That that was great. Uh, and then they have a carnival with, like we said, the bumper car polo, which was just really weird. That And that scene went on for like 10 minutes. I think this movie had a serious problem with like, oh, let's make a TV movie pilot like you were saying, but they really didn't have enough material to stretch into the It seemed like they kept having to add subplots that didn't really matter. Maybe that's where the flashbacks came from. Well, and and not to point out plot issues, but this is what we do here. At the beginning, when Archie's fiance says, like, box up your stuff, you're going to move. She says, you have one more court case you have to do this week, and then you'll be moving. But then it seems like the pop comes out of nowhere and Archie has to like try and finagle a Saturday like court meeting with the judge who wants to stay you know have his weekend so what was the case he was supposed to do or was he just foreshadowing that?
3: I think he was forced in because of Archie's like car accident.
0: Like maybe Reggie was like suing for him driving into the building. Yeah, I'm just saying like at the beginning, before any of the pop stuff happens, they mentioned that he's gonna have to do one more case. I guess that that one just sort of got pushed to the wayside so that we could make room for this pop thing. Pops thing. I don't (laughs) know. Gosh, whatever. And so yeah, Betty and Veronica, by the end, they're like, okay, Archie, you got to just pick between one of the two of us. Although Archie seems to be like, throughout the movie, He seems to be getting along with Betty and and seeming to like her and and actually scared of Veronica because she's coming on too strong. And Veronica pulls a um Rob Sesternino and says that her beauty is a handicap. Yeah. Yeah, that also happened. A- anything else on this that you guys want to talk about before I get to the the questions I have here at the end? Cause I don't I don't know. This movie was so just all over the place. Well it was it was just bad. I mean I don't know. I think we, we covered pretty much most of it. Uh the bomb was kinda weird. Yeah. Yeah, the- yeah, at the end, what? Hiram says, okay, you guys don't need to bulldoze Pops, but then he. Yeah, but that's the evil bomb.
2: henchman had the bomb plan. Again, the henchman has no motivation. The henchman isn't, like, really into Veronica or Betty either. The henchman is just, like,. Out to murder Archie Andrews.
3: Yeah, and so Hiram tells the henchman that he has to like stop Archie, but and so we're led to believe that he wants Archie dead. And then at the end, when Ar- Hiram finds out about the bomb, he's like, "What are you talking about? No, you're not supposed to kill him." Yeah, I just said take care of him. Not- but he already
2: tried to kill him. He already cut you know cut the brakes and and you know it, like the, it's the, there's multiple attempted murders on Archie already. It's crazy that now he's drawing the line at, at killing Archie.
0: Yeah, and Archie really does a lot of damage to the mostly town, mostly to Reggie. Like. But- but yeah, Drives through a yeah, so, that's
2: That was an expensive scene. They probably blew their whole budget. That's why they couldn't get a better actor to play Jughead. They blew their whole budget on that one scene.
0: Well, what's also interesting is a very similar car gets run through almost an identical window in Gilmore oh, Girls. Oh, wow. That is interesting. In that same.
2: Do you know what I realized also? You know how he tells like the kids in the back to get down? I realized in the middle of that sort of car chase, whatever you'd call it, thing. Because they don't have, they can't have kids stunt doubles. So they can't be in the, you know what I mean? Like they can't be in the car during the scenes. So it's like, oh, that makes sense to have no them get no. down. Like they, they, they can't actually Clever. be in the car. That's why you only see them at the end when they get up. It's like, oh, that was fun. My other, my other takeaway was uh, since you guys weren't alive then, and I, w- yeah, I was a little kid. Do you think in 1990 the worst sin you could possibly commit is having a child out of wedlock? Because Weatherby be shames Archie <laughs> so hard for for having what is not even his kid. He he literally says the word shame to him multiple times.
3: I feel like it definitely was. Uh, a pretty big deal at that time. I
0: I don't think that this is like the worst that his, he goes from like, oh, Archie, you have a kid. This is so great. Shame on you for not telling me. And then he's like, oh, sh- or shame on you for not telling me you were married. And Archie's like, oh, I'm not married. And then he's like, oh, shame on you, Archie. And this would have been so easy for him to just be like, yeah. But that's a cop, a that's like a,
2: a 90s trope where it's like, you can't I, explain yourself. I hate that. I always complain yeah, I about that, that so much. much.
0: Yeah, in the 90s, well, you couldn't explain, explain
2: anything. Stuff. Also, but the one thing I thought about this movie that maybe... Uh, you know, someone who who didn't really grow up in 1990. Couldn't tell. us like, this movie really straddles the decades. Like, it has an 80s feel more than a 90s feel, in my opinion. The clothing is very 80s, right? Like, Betty's style and Veronica's style is super 80s. And remember, they probably filmed it in 1989 because it doesn't, you know, it airs at the very beginning of 1990. So I, I, they're, like, stuck between, like, thinking they're in the future, but really they're they're in, like, the forgotten decade of the 80s.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's kind of some shaming of that. Like, Pam and, and Bob are keep telling Betty and Archie to, like, move on from mm-hmm. their small town and forget about your... Uh, yeah, Pam, for how, whatever, civic-minded she's supposed to be, she just straight-up litters also, like, takes the root beer out of the car and smashes it on the ground in a park. That's pretty bad, because apparently they don't make they don't make them like that anymore.
3: Yeah, so he was keeping an, an empty root beer bottle because they don't make that kind of root
0: beer anymore. He's a hoarder. Well, he also yep. found that one at the at the junkyard. <laughs> right it's a bridge too far yeah I think there's a there's room for an, a re-edit of that scene with the boys are back from um <laughs> High, school High School school Musical 3 two. 3 <laughs> or 3 is that what it yeah. is yeah uh, good times. Okay. So I, I got some questions here that are based on some of the quotes in this movie. Hiram gets Archie in his limo at the beginning of the episode and throws out a bunch of insults at him. Uh, do you guys remember any of the particular phrases that he used on Archie or what he called him? No. I'm gonna guess of course not. Imbecile. No. All right, he calls him a mosquito, a lightweight, a simp, and Ooh, a piece a simp? of white bread. I
2: didn't know simp's so. were a thing. Maybe I know, right? They were right? out my whole lifetime. Neither and did they just I. came
0: back. Apparently, I, I watched that again, and I was like, "Wow, Hiram." It really must have
2: meant something different then. The though.
0: 2020 lingo. Wait, are must you ki- are you kidding me? I'm not. I rewatched the scene twice, unless uh, unless I misheard it in the.
2: It must have meant something different. Then. Like it must yeah. Like simp must Wait, have meant simpleton. Wait, you had
0: captions? It must have. Well, I mean, like YouTube. Yeah, it must have. And uh, okay, so then what was the pickup line that Bob had used on Betty to start dating her? Oh, I remember it was bad. No memories? Yeah, okay. Here, Here's your options. So your options? Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? What are you doing for the rest of your life? Aside from being beautiful, what do you do for a living? Or I must be in a museum because you are truly a work of art. That one. No, but they were in a museum. He he, he asks her, what are you doing for the rest of your life? Um, Oh. Yeah, that was great. Who does Archie ask Veronica if they're home when he goes to pick her up from her house? I thought this was topical. What he uh, he asks her if Donald Trump is home? Oh, really?
2: I didn't hear that even.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I, I feel
3: like you're,
0: you're
2: maybe she watched a different movie that. than us.
0: No, that us. I did. I just
3: googled. So on dictionary.com, it does say that "simp" was used as an insult in the 80s and 90s as an insult for men perceived as too subservient wow. to women. Huh.
2: Simp it have. is back, baby.
3: It
0: also could be a short yeah, form for. I think they
2: probably meant that here.
0: I think so, too. Probably, Uh, based on all the other words. And then Coach Clayton does get one line where he says something to Reggie when they're they're all going to Pops at the end to, I I don't know, protest it being bulldozed. Does he say, you disgust me. You're not a team player. You didn't deserve that varsity jacket. Or you're a poor sport. You're a poor sport? Yeah. And that's the only line that he has in this movie. So that's really sad. And then the, the other line that I really liked was that when Pam tries to convince Archie to step away from the bulldozer she says in case you haven't noticed demonstrations yeah. are Pam out Pam
2: and Betty's boyfriend are both into like here's what's going to be cool in the 90s now because he also says it at the at the at the soiree at Veronica's house like
3: yeah I'm going to say uh, this movie being anti-demonstration does not hold simp, up into 2020 pro simp anti-demonstration yeah yeah, and then anti-belts, yeah. very pro-suspenders
0: <laughs> movie. Yeah. I feel like that is very much a thing with like a suit though. Yeah, probably. So th- I also looked in some of the comments on the YouTube video, a lot of which were like people saying, oh my gosh, much like Akiva, like, oh, I remember seeing advertisements for this as a kid, but I missed it the night it was on TV. I'm so glad I get to watch it now. And a lot of people saying that it was that it very true to the to the comics, people like that. There were a couple complaints though, which were Dilton Doily mm-hmm. being left out of the movie which I think we all agree. Jughead's hat not being in the movie in any kind of form. His crown, whatever. There were a couple people complaining that this movie was not in HD. (laughs) I I think they're confused about the fact that it was made in the 90s and um, w- uh, one person complained but got no likes on this comment all the other ones had likes one person said this movie was too inappropriate wow. so was it you Mary <laughs> it was not me uh, yeah they, I mean did they not get the you know minute and a half clip at the beginning where it says it's going to be the sexiest thing that they can't show in the or they wouldn't dare Betty show is wearing two books?
2: layers of clothing like when she's trying to shower with Archie I'm not sure how more appropriate it could be like she wear she puts on more clothes <laughs> yeah. to, like when she comes out of the bathroom when it's steaming up. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was great. Also, Jughead's kid is like very into the women so in this horny. movie. So well, But
2: by the way, I'm not supposed no. to say that word. Oh, don't say that. Sorry, the sorry, Jenny. <laughs> The. Um, the two most successful people uh, After this movie are We haven't discussed at all Betty is Lauren Holly She has a real Legitimate career Right She she marries Jim Carrey She's in Dumb and Dumber She's done a lot of TV Lauren Holly has had Like a legitimately successful Hollywood career um, And then The second most successful person Is Jughead Jr. Is Billy Corgan Not the Smashing Pumpkins singer Billy Corgan But uh, he makes a lot of documentaries He's made a lot of the 30 for 30s on ESPN I think he's made the most Of them out of anybody Billy Corgan So he's had a real Hollywood oh, career Yeah
0: looks like he's got a lot more like director and producer yeah yeah
2: he's a full yeah he he makes documentaries he makes a lot of big documentaries
1: Midge is the voice of Jimmy Neutron that's pretty cool
2: oh that is a big deal yeah Midge is 10 years younger than everybody else I don't know why they cast her
1: so I was looking at the cast and what was interesting is Hiram's name is spelled H-Y-R-U-M
0: instead of having an I and an A
2: yeah that's probably a misspelling so I don't know if
0: oh well you say it's a misspelling but I actually don't know if it is because I've seen other people talk about Hiram Lodge being spelled that in the way. comics
2: it's h-i-r-a-n i've seen that before
0: is it okay so i wonder why maybe maybe some people could i've seen that before the h uh y whatever r-u-m i've seen that also on the internet so i thought maybe that was like a comic thing guess not just a misspelling thing Interesting. I'm trying to see. Yeah, so we we got no no information on what Veronica's mom's. I think name it's Hermione. I think you're right. I be. believe it's Hermione. Okay. I just yeah. that
2: name since Archie Comics has become a different person's name, so I, I didn't remember it. She got she got knocked off the perch as the uh, as the top A couple Hermione. people
0: were mad that this movie did not cast twins with different color hair to be Veronica and Betty, just since they have the same face in the comic book.
2: <sighs> That's that's a Chester comment. My co host Chester said that uh, said that to uh, Kirsten when we when we talked about uh, Riverdale a bunch of years ago on th- on our podcast. That
3: I was not on that a Riverdale episode on thirty two fans. That was Nina.
2: Oh, it wasn't you. I apologize then. Was but Nani? then,
3: wow. Wh- I even I have never spoken to Chester. I just call him out on oh, now. okay.
2: All right, we have to get you and Chester together. Oh, no. Well, we were watching a lot of Survivors. You you come on and talk about a Survivor season with us. Um, Yeah, but so it is, you can have the same actress play Betty and Veronica, but not if your budget's like $50 because you need, you know, you need to do a lot of fancy. They're in a lot of scenes together. And you
0: got to have that explosion at the end.
2: Right, they would have had to cut out all the right. special effects. There couldn't have been a go kart scene for yeah. sure.
0: So, okay, I'm looking up some comic stuff here. It says that Reggie and Veronica dated throughout the comics sometimes mm-hmm. as yes. well, because yes. like that was a point in this movie that he was I- into her. Okay, I thought that was something that Riverdale the show made it's, up. It's, it's I guess an interesting
2: not. twist because it, it's smart because it's like okay, Archie. Normally, it's like just pick Betty. Like Veronica has this like evil, awful family. Betty's a sweet, nice girl. Like, pick Betty, but then it's like, oh, your arch enemy is gonna date Veronica if you pick Betty. So I do think that's an interesting twist. Whereas Betty really is not dating Reggie or any, or you know, Moose if 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 he picks yeah, Veronica. Yeah, Betty is
0: loyal. Mm-hmm. Why is Reggie in the band?
2: Why is Reggie in the picture at the end? It doesn't make any sense. Like, he tried to freaking kill you. Like, why are you letting him in the picture? He's not in your group anymore. Because
0: well, well, and because Reggie, like, on the TV show, the Archie comics TV show episodes, he's also in the band. Not not Riverdale. But like when they made the band, the Archies, he is in there, too. So yeah, I feel
3: like it's one of those things where it's like Reggie is a jerk and he's kind of a bully. But like when they need an additional person, he's going to be the one they pull in. They built
2: such a small world, though, that they can't have like a second side guy who's like not their arch enemy who could be in their crew if they need a third guy. You know, it's
0: kind of sad that Betty didn't have a ponytail. Even in the flashbacks. Well, she cut her own hair, right? She had to be different. All right, yeah. And Veronica was really looking down on her haircut and like, Veronica, yours isn't much better.
1: I mean, if you look at the
0: two haircuts, I think
3: one was more in line with the trends of the time and it certainly was not Betty's.
0: All right, well, what's better? Betty's hair in this movie or Veronica's Monica Posh wig? Hmm, probably the Monica Posh wig. Okay, that's just incorrect. Huh, <sighs> that is the worst wig of all time. Well, but so Betty's
1: hair isn't a wig, so that's where it's... Right?
0: Yeah. I bet even in the flashbacks, they could have done Ponytail. They didn't really do that. How are we going to have Ponytail playtime? Oh, new? no. Mary! Oh, what? come on. What is happening? Oh. Now you get to explain
1: it. No, no, no. Mary gets to explain it.
3: No, I don't trust Mary to do this right. So in season four of Riverdale, Jughead goes to a prep school called Stonewall mm-hmm. Prep. Um, he gets in on a, on a scholarship for his writing, even though he's a horrible writer. And his roommate, uh, it turns out, ha- likes to film people having sex without their consent. And he... Uh, filmed Jughead and Betty having sex, and their sex tape ends up in like the back room of a movie rental place, and it is called Ponytail Playtime. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, and and Riverdale, the show, really does not understand how child pornography works. I think a lot of people are going to jail at the start of season five. Yeah, I hope so. If they flash forward and Brett is not in jail, I'm going to be really upset. Except I also definitely still want him to be in the show because best villain we've ever had.
2: Well, I don't know him, but he could probably break out of jail in that town pretty easily. Um, for- <laughs> Forsythia. Forsythia. Oh. That was Jughead's sister's name, not oh, Jellybean. Great.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, Jughead's name is Forsyth Pendleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so they're Forsyth and Forsythia? Yep. Well, yes. that's why he has to be Jughead, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, this was, <laughs> this was a fun show. Look, if anyone's upset, this is because we promised we'd talk about it, and you'll be very happy to hear that we will be coming back with season two episodes after this. I promise not to keep stalling with bonus Dale episodes like the Jughead, Jughead voiceover podcast, even though that was, I'm sure, somebody out there enjoyed that. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, uh, Kiva. I recently released an episode that's just me reading every single voiceover that Jughead the In whose does. voice?
2: Like, are you doing a Jughead voice? No,
0: I'm very deliberately not doing an impression because I don't have a Jughead impression. Uh, Kirsten mm-hmm. would say I don't have any impressions. That's true. She does not. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyway, so this was this was great. Anything else? I I got nothing. I got nothing left for this show. It's taken all my energy out of me. Ugh. <sighs>
2: I don't think I'm ever gonna forget Jughead's rap. Like I think it's gonna be in my nightmares for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they sold that song anywhere. I mean, that would be one one good thing for the, for this show. Like they they had yeah, two musical numbers. Yeah, maybe you can get this one on a vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably try. They were playing. Wasn't that what he was doing? Which is also absurd that like these kids in high school, in, in the context of this movie, not only did they have like a high school band, they like, recorded an album. And that's what Jughead is listening to with his son and dancing. His dancing really hurt me. Well, I think it's rude to call that dancing. Uh, yeah, it was really bad. And Moose had a kid. I forgot his name. Yeah, Max? That might be right. Yeah, all right. the- sure. He was there. All the didn't really have, to have much the same either. letter
1: names as the parents. So makes sense. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, and Jughead Jr. gets really upset being called Jughead Jr., except for when Hot Ethel calls him that. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Well, Akiva, I apologize for um, you having to watch this. Oh, yes, no, a- wanted Akiva to, so. wanted to do this.
3: So like <laughs> even uh, in addition to like us having said we were going to do a podcast about this, Akiva messaged me and was like, hey, I want like we should talk about this movie. Like he he wanted to do this. He, yeah, no, he I literally asked for this. Yes.
2: Yeah. Unrelated I asked for it. I'm excited to have done it. I don't think I would watch it again, but I, I enjoyed coming on with you guys and now I'm happy. It, it's so weird that if you miss something like when I was a kid you just it was just gone forever and the idea of like YouTube or whatever would have blown my mind I don't know we don't appreciate enough that we have like the whole history of like media at our fingertips it's crazy
0: well so I've been converting all of my family's VHS tapes to digital recently and there's a lot of just you know pieces of movies on TV and stuff that were recorded and then re-recorded over but I have found some gems that like don't exist anywhere like certain old commercials you didn't you didn't just stay up and uh, set up your VHS DCR to record this movie, you could have watched it 20 years ago. Oh, he obviously forgot. Why are we judging Akiva for action he didn't take 20 years ago? 30 years ago 30 years ago
2: it's a 30 year old movie yeah
0: yeah when was this movie put on youtube in 2013 okay interesting wow well good for them for doing that i guess
2: that's gonna be you now mary you're gonna put you're gonna put all your old vhs (laughs) stuff that you found on youtube
3: yeah maybe i might do that i I was
2: yelling at my mother-in-law like because i said hey can i watch like a an old vhs game my wife was like the captain of a high school basketball team i never saw her play i said you know it would would be so cool if you could find the game i'd love to watch it see how good she was you know i see stuff in the newspaper like she had twenty. Points, fifteen rebounds. Uh, but she keeps hundreds of VHS tapes, but never has converted a single one. So it's like at this point, I think you have to throw. If this goes for everyone. You have to throw out your VC- VHS tapes or convert them in the next three months. That's the rule.
0: <laughs> in the next three months. Well, they're not gonna like last forever. I mean, VHS tapes. Like you know, if you store them at the wrong temperature, they'll probably I don't know corrode. Melt. I have no idea how that works. Yeah, probably. I hope they don't melt. I I hope you. I hope nobody's living somewhere where their VHS tapes are melting. <laughs> that would be terrible. Okay. All right, everyone well. We'll be back next week for some season two, season two, episode one with Kirsten and Hannah. Thanks for joining us in our coverage of this. We can't wait. (laughs) to move on and never look back. If you want to figure out what other stuff we're doing, because we've also been dropping some spoiler series episodes, which Akiva is is something we do where we spoil somebody on Riverdale by making them watch one episode, kind of like you guys did, except uh, it's not always season three, episode seven. It's usually something else. So we've been releasing some of those. We'll probably have some more of those coming up eventually. And you can follow us online at KowskiCast or KowskiCast.com. That's cow with a K. To figure out everything we're doing next, you can follow me online at Frail Mary. You can follow Kirsten at Kirsten said what, and you can follow Hannah on Instagram at Hannah Akiva, what do you got going on right now?
2: Uh, just uh, Robin Akiva need a podcast. We're doing uh, we're we're, we're I'm le- the same way. I learned about Riverdale with you guys. Where I learned about Harry Potter. We're learning about uh, drag drag culture and drag race uh, this week. I don't know anything about it. So, I'm excited about that. And uh, we're, we're giving our listeners nicknames with Clarence Black from Survivor Africa on 32 Fans. Oh,
0: that's a good one. And you are on Twitter at what? Kiev26? Yes. Think? Awesome. Kiev with two E's. Uh, definitely check that out. And if anyone is listening to this and has not listened to the Riverdale episode on Robin Akiva Nita podcast, also definitely listen to that one for some more fun takes that we had during that. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye.